Welcome to Dead Pilot Society, the show that takes comedy pilots from A-list writers that were sold and developed at networks and streamers, but never produced, and gives them the table reads they never got a chance to have. I'm Andrew Reich, the creator and host of Dead Pilot Society, and it is Max Fun Drive, folks. This is the one time of year that Dead Pilot Society and the rest of the shows on the Maximum Fun Network ask for your support and say thank you with bonus content, gifts, and exciting new content and events. Now, I know I say it's the one time of the year that I ask, and I also know that every month I mention that if you become a member, you can get access to the video of our table reads, but put that out of your mind and pretend that this is the one time of year that I ask for your support because Max Fun Drive is special, and I'll tell you more about why and all the cool rewards we have for you in just a bit. But first, let's talk about today's episode. It's called Whelan Motors, and it was written by Brooks Whelan and Isaac Rents. In addition to being writers, Brooks is a stand-up comedian, actor, and podcaster, and Isaac is a director whose credits include the film Opening Night and music videos for Eminem, Katy Perry, Nick Jonas, and many, many others. This episode's special for a couple of reasons. For one thing, it was Dead Pilot Society's return to the live stage for the first time since the pandemic began, so you'll get to hear the laughter of our sold-out crowd. And for another thing, you're not going to hear just a pilot. Brooks and Isaac sold this show to Fox, and they were so excited about it that Fox had them write two additional episodes of the show. So over the next two weeks, you're going to get to hear three episodes of this show. This is something we've never been able to do before, to bring you not just a dead pilot, but a full-on dead, never-produced series. I mean, it's a short series, but still. And it is just such a balls-out funny show with an incredible cast who you will hear me introduce live on stage. All right, remember, you're going to be hearing more from me than usual this episode. I'm going to be talking about all the cool gifts, rewards you can get for becoming a member, and the reasons why that if you're listening, you should really consider supporting us by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. But now let's get into it, starting with my introduction of Brooks and Isaac live at the Elysian Theater in Los Angeles. Uh, Brooks and Isaac. This is Brooks. And that's Isaac. Yeah. So... Guys, um, you know, what the fuck? Why don't you just um, tell everybody a little bit about how this came to be and just about what they're about to hear. Uh, yeah, so this show, this is Isaac, by the way, uh, my writing partner, one of my best friends. I fucking love this guy. Um, and go ahead. Oh, and, and I love Brooks. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, so we, wrote, we took this show out. Uh, we've sold a couple shows before, but like nothing that I felt like would really hit like this. It's a show about my family um, and car dealerships uh, in Iowa. Where, like, I grew up in Iowa. My dad sold cars, and like, I was always kind of told through television that those are two things that suck. Uh, like, selling cars was always told through like a shitty way, and the Midwest was always made fun of. And I was like, I want to make a show that happens in the Midwest and people sell cars, but none of that is the joke. Like, what happens there is the joke, but that's not the joke. And we took it out, and Fox was like, that sounds great. It's exactly what we want. Uh, and we wrote it, and they were like, we love it. We want some more of it. We wrote that, and then they said, we love it. 
fuck off. <laughs> and that's why we're here. Isaac, anything else? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Guys, should we should we hear it? Yeah, yeah. All let's right, do it. I'm yeah, gonna it's, bring out. I'm gonna bring well, out. Wait, it's, wait. it's based on my real. This is based on my real family. My dad, his name's Jim. My mom's name's Chris. They made me change my brothers' names because it's Brad, Brett, and Brooks. And they're like, that's confusing. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's what's weird about it. Uh, <laughs> and then I do have nephews named Lincoln, Landon, and Layton because I have a middle brother who's repeating the cycle. So this is all very factual. Okay, here we go. All right. We have an incredible, incredible cast to read this show. Let's bring him out. From the Second City main stage in Comedy Central, Ryan Asher. From the comedy special, Figuring It Out on Comedy Dynamics, Katrina Davis. From Flatbush Misdemeanors and her Peacock special, No Bad Days, Alyssa Limparis. From Blended, Wrecked, and the Minx, Jessica Lowe. From Hacks and Disaster Artist, Joe Mandy. From Saturday Night Live and Mr. Mayor, Bobby Moynihan. From Saturday Night Live and AP Bio, Mike O'Brien. From DreamCorp LLC, Nick Rutherford. From Mad TV and Loudermilk, Will Sasso. From Black Monday and The League, Paul Shear. From Wanderlust, The State and Reno 911, Carrie Kenny Silver. From Malcolm in the Middle, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle in the boondocks, Gary Anthony Williams. Also featuring from Saturday Night Live, I Think You Should Leave and Big Hero 6, the series, Brooks Whelan. And Joey Lyons is going to be reading stage directions. Come on up, Joey. All right, everybody, enjoy the pilot episode of Whelan Motors. Let's do it, Joey. All right. Whelan Motors. Here you go. <laughs> um, 
Okay. Wheelin Motors Pilot, written by Brooks Whelan and Isaac Renz. <laughs> Cold open. Interior, Chicago apartment, day. Jenny Valvino enters her apartment. Head buried in her phone, she makes her way past the living room, where we catch a glimpse of a man holding a giant snake, before making it to her bedroom and, wait, what the hell? She backpedals and sees... Brooks Whelan, awkwardly holding an eight-foot-long African rock python. He has a bite mark all over his body. It's, it's way worse than it looks. Brooks, what the... <laughs> you can't get too excited. No sudden move. It's just be chill. This thing loves biting. Okay, sob, sob with the snake, Brooks. Oh, so funny. You should ask. Um, I wrote a speech, but it's in my pocket, which I can't, you know, currently uh, get to, you know, because uh, if I move, it bites. Um... So I'm just going to do this from memory. <clears throat> Jenny, uh, you know my biggest fear has always been snakes. <laughs> and it turns out their fear is very warranted. Oh my God. But after we broke up, I realized that being without you is scarier than a snake could ever. Oh, see, Jesus, he's moving. He is moving. Oh my God, what do I do? You sick, you got to stop being loud. The snake Sorry. stops moving. Sorry. Oh my God. This is really sweet. I can't believe you do this for me. I know, it's like really actually kind of pretty romantic when you think about it. It's so romantic. It's just, I wish you had done this a little earlier. A burly man in his 40s enters. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's just, uh, uh, Brooks, what the hell? What, dude? Quiet. It's just, Brooks, I, I, didn't, I didn't want you to find out like this. Brooks connects the dots. Wait, hold on. No. <laughs> You're begging my boss! The shout causes a snake to instantly strike Brooks in the face. Everyone starts screaming. It's fucking chaos. Brooks lurches around the apartment, knocking shit over. The snake twists around Brooks. I'll kill, I will kill, you can't, I will fuck, I'll kill. I'm gonna kill you, but you have to save me right now. As Brooks' eyes bulge and he turns blue, we cut to exterior Chicago Mental Hospital day. Three days later. Brooks, with many bandages around his body, holds a duffel bag. A brand new Chrysler 300 pulls up. Brooks gets in. Jim Whelan glares at him. You have any idea what traffic was like? It's good to see you too, Dad. Interior, Jim's silver Chrysler 300 later. Jim's head is on a swivel as they ride in silence. They pass a sign reading, the people of Iowa welcome you. Jim relaxes. Okay, we're safe. <laughs> Jim cracks open a 25-ounce camouflage can of Bushlight beer. Hope you got whatever the hell that was out of your system. Whatever the hell that was out of your system, because I'm not rescuing your ass again. You didn't rescue my ass. I'm pretty sure I just picked you up from a mental hospital. Oh my God, you're still talking about that? It just happened. It's not my fault they don't know where to take you if you break into someone's house with a snake. Well, congrats on getting fired for taking a swing at your boss as well. A real Brooksy one-two. Always thinking you're better than your family, and now look at you. A loud beep goes off. Jim hands Brooks a breathalyzer hose that's hooked up to his ignition from a previous DUI. <laughs> Gonna need you to blow in this. Brooks blows. The beeping stops. You can't talk down to me while you continue to drink and drive, Dad. This 
isn't drinking and driving. Everyone knows you can't get a DUI on light beer. What is it even? 4.2%. As Jim scans the can for alcohol content, he speeds past a highway patrol car. The cop flashes his lights. Very cool. Wonder if this guy knows about the light beer rule. <laughs> Relax. I recently discovered a loophole. As Jim pulls over, he grabs a manila envelope from the glove box, takes a long drink, slides the can into the package, then seals it. He's very smug. It's a federal offense for anyone, police included, to open someone else's mail. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> Class is in session. The police officer taps on the window. Just as Jim starts to roll down the window, we cut to interior, wheel and motors, later. Brooks walks into a small town dealership that hasn't changed since the 1970s. Chris Whelan rushes out of her office and swallows him up in a big hug. Oh, there he is! My baby is back! Finally, the whole family is together again. I made your fave, Scotch or <laughs> That's so rad. Thanks, Mom. Wait, where's your father? Oh, yeah. Um, Dad's in jail. <laughs> Opening credits, montage, photos of Whelan Motors over the years, showing the dealership being handed down from Whelan to Whelan. The credits end on a grainy 1991 local car commercial. Jim and Chris stand in front of Whelan Motors with their three boys, young Todd, young Michael, and young Brooks. Whelan Motors, we're not just a local business, we're, we're a local family. End of cold open. <laughs> Act one, exterior Whelan Motors lot, day, one month later. Freddie Admondson, an elderly local, examines a new Jeep Wagoneer as Brooks tries to show him photos on his phone. Here's where I met Jenny at Lollapalooza. Our life in Chicago is so boss. I don't freaking belong here. Yeah, so is this uh, 3.5 liter EcoBoost engine as beeped up as they say? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm new. Jesus, is there someone that... Can help me? Uh, I mean, you could talk to my brothers. He motions across the lot to Todd and Michael. They're arguing as they throw rocks at an inflatable tube man. <laughs> Eat it, tube bitch! <laughs> nice, Michael. Hey, Todd, you gonna let your baby brother win? <laughs> Anyone can hit it, but can you throw a rock through it? Todd misses, and the rock smashes through the window of a new minivan. A customer sitting inside screams. Shut it down. Jim sees Freddie Admondson walk away from Brooks and the potential sale. He jogs over. Todd and Michael follow. Hey, don't take it too hard. That's Freddie Admondson, legendary tire kicker. He's been buying that car tomorrow for years. Even I can't close that sale. He left? Oh, come on. Where's that wheel and jean? Selling is in our blood. You've been here a month. You haven't moved a single unit. Because I don't even want to freaking sell cars. This is just a pit stop while I figure out my next move. Oh yeah, that'll be a tough choice. Uh, so many great cities you haven't failed in yet. All right, all right, knock it off. Yeah, Brooks started it, you know, by thinking that he was better than all of us and leaving. Yeah, and he's not. He's just as dumb. Yeah, <laughs> just as dumb as you. Yeah. Todd shoves Michael. Michael throat chops Todd. Todd ah! drops to his knees. Oh! We said no karate at work! <laughs> Jim puts his arm around Brooks and leads him to a bustling fireworks tent on the edge of the lot. Look. If you don't want to sell cars, then i got to put you to work in the fireworks tent. I mean, it is truly insane that one of your side hustles is actually making money for once. Hey, the full-contact haunted clown barn turned a profit. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, until the lawsuits. Should have done a background check on Tinkles. 
Either way, I know my new guys are clean. Interior, fireworks tent, day, continuous. They enter a tent which is overflowing with explosives. It's unbearably hot and everyone is sweating. The new guys are Todd's children. Lincoln, 12, Landon, 10, and Layton, 6. How are we doing, boys? Uh, it's hotter than the devil's asshole, Jim. We need a damn AC unit. Hey, hey, hey. Let's keep it professional. It's Mr. Grandpa at work, all right? <laughs> and an AC unit would cut into the profits, so no. Brooke spots his childhood best friend, Stephen Reese, pushing a cart filled with fireworks. Oh, Reese, we taking out a federal building today or what? <laughs> Be deaf. No. Gonna outdo the Lynn County Fireworks Show this year. Bastards cut the budget to give the teachers a raise. <laughs> Fucking hate to see it. Well, it's good to see you blowing through your dead dad's money. That's all I have to say. That's what he would have wanted. Layton, the youngest, drags a huge rocket over to Jim. Mr. Grandpa, can I have this? Are you nuts? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty dangerous, bud. No, it's expensive. That's a top-shelf boom boy. Look, grab some from the sale bin. And what do we say if your mom catches you with it? I stole I it. I stole it. Yes, good. Interior, Wheel and Motors showroom later. Brooks, Todd, Doug T., a jovial salesman, Nassim, the dealership's intimidating top seller, and Stacy T., Doug T.'s granddaughter, and the receptionist are gathered. Morning meeting, uh, morning meeting, everyone. Todd, you want to take the reins? Oh, wow, yeah, uh, yeah, yes, sir, okay, uh, okay, everyone. Um, as Brett the Hitman Hart once he said... He thinks I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry, bud, you ain't ready. Heard your kids locked you in the bathroom for a full day when I was on my sabbatical. You mean when you were in jail? Oh my God, you're still talking about this. <laughs> Brooke's phone buzzes. It's Jenny. He scurries out of the meeting to take it. All right, everyone, good news. It's the last day of the month. We already hit our sales quota, so everyone uh, who sold a car gets a $2,000 bonus. Oh, right. hell yeah. That's another purebred greyhound for the track. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get my whole family made into bobbleheads. Exterior, wheel and motors lot, same time. Brooks excitedly answers the FaceTime. Hey, uh, hey, Jenny, what's up? Okay, don't get too excited, but I'm driving through Manchester next week. A customer approaches. Hey, 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 uh, do you have any used Durangos in stock? Um, I can bring the stuff you left at my apartment. Oh, uh, yeah, um, uh, uh, totally. Um, you want to, like, we could do that over dinner? Hey, you, uh, your website said you had used Durangos. Buddy, you gotta get away from me right now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sure, whatever works. Incredible. Next week, so, like... Yeah, no, like, right here. See? It says right here, in stock. You... My man! Brooks grabs the customer's phone and hurls it across the lot. Dinner, you and me. Ha <laughs> ha, sounds great. Okay, it's just to get your things. Please don't get the wrong impression. Of course not. It's a date! Oh, Brooks God. hangs up and bear hugs the customer. Interior, Wheel and Motors showroom, continuous. Brooks walks in on cloud nine and takes a seat. No one even noticed he was gone. Let's talk about July promotions. Laying behind a popcorn machine, Michael pipes up. We should do Wing Wednesday. Uh, Michael, for the millionth time, we're not doing Wing Wednesday. It works for Buffalo Wild Wings. Just trying to go on a Wednesday, man. You're not getting a booth. Yeah, man, but that's a wing restaurant. Exactly. Imagine what it would do for a car dealership. Hey, this is a new car sales meeting. 
for new car salespeople. So go back to the used lot, used Mikey. Oh, you gonna take that, used Mikey? Michael throws popcorn on the ground and stomps on it. This is junk! I hate the used lot! What, you spilled chili in two new cars and that's it? What happened to three strikes? Michael storms outside, through the window, uh, we see him march to Todd's Mustang, stare Todd down, and slap it. Duh! I can't believe you'd let him disrespect your Stang like that. Todd sprints outside, looks into Michael's eyes, then slaps Michael's Bronco. <laughs> the brothers keep screaming as Michael hammers Todd's car with his knees while Todd mule kicks Michael's door. Should we stop that? Sadly, there's not much we can do when they get themselves worked up like this. Uh-oh, Mikey, Todd gotcha! Michael picks up a brick. I don't love that. Exterior, Whelan Motors lot, later. Chris Whelan pulls into the dealership in her extremely lifted Dodge Ram. She sees the entire staff watching as Michael and Todd throw unopened cans of soda at each other's now-destroyed cars. She climbs out. I can't pop into the casino for one hour without coming back to this. Her presence shakes everyone back to reality. Jim flicks his cigarette at Todd. Take this. Jim, were you just smoking? No, 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 no. Todd was. I'm gonna go check the fireworks tent. Hey mom, uh, can we talk real quick? Interior, Chris Whelan's office moments later. Chris's office is overflowing with family photos. She logs onto her computer as Brooks takes a seat. How's my baby boy doing? Really great, Mom. Like, uh, honestly, incredible. I right always now. say the Whelans are at their best when they're together. I knew you would thrive here. What? No, I'm not thriving. I'm terrible at this, and I hate it here. <laughs> I'm meeting Ginny next week to work things out. Yeah, we don't say that name in this office. Well, I want to surprise her with tickets to the concert where we met, so it'll fix everything. I need to borrow some money. Yeah, I'm not giving you money for that floozy. Now, if it was to get back with Angie. Chris points to a framed 2003 prom photo of Brooks and Angie, his high school girlfriend. Mom, come on. You know Angie's been married for like a decade. That's Yeah, sure, but no kids can't be that serious. <laughs> Suddenly, the three grandchildren burst in out of breath. Mrs. Grandma? <laughs> Mr. Grandma's acting funny. Funny like how? Layton uh, falls on the floor and impersonates Jim. Help, help, stop laughing, help. <laughs> Exterior, Wheel and Motors lot, later. Everyone watches as Jim is loaded into an ambulance. Is it any cheaper if I ride up front? Be careful with him. Relax, ma'am. Uh, it's just a mild heat stroke. He's going to be fine. Oh, well, that's, thank that's, that's good news. There's an awkward beat as it takes the brothers a moment too long to be excited that Jim isn't going to die. Oh, uh, yeah. Good. Yeah, uh, awesome. That's what you want, yeah. There's uh, tons of room if anyone wants to ride with him to the hospital. Chris climbs in. Jim makes eye contact with each of his sons. After another awkward moment, Michael slowly closes the ambulance door. <laughs> the staff watches as it drives away. <sighs> Father has fallen. Oh, hell, Todd, the boy king. Looks like it's a wing Wednesday after all. Yeah, thank God we got that bonus before Jim left, huh? Wait, hold on, time out, what? Uh, bonus? The bonus, man. Everyone who sold a car this month gets $2,000. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's two tickets to Lollapalooza. Yeah, but you didn't sell a car. Not yet. Month's not over until the end of the day. Wait a minute, hold on, what's a Lollapalooza? It's where love happens, Doug T. Love! 
Time to sell a stupid car. End of act one. Okay, I know you're just getting into the table read, but it's Max Fun Drive, people. I know you don't want to hear from me, but look, I have to ask, will you please join us as a member by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. If you like this show, if you value this show, please show your support by giving just $5 a month. That will get you all of our bonus content. That's the video from all of our Zoom table reads. Plus, you'll get to hear some pilot reads from previous years that are only available to members. So if you go to MaximumFun.org join, you can join us starting at $5 a month. If you're already a member, you can upgrade to a higher level of membership or boost to some in-between level. Or you can buy someone a gift membership, and that person will also get access to our bonus content, plus the bonus content from every other Maximum Fun show. If you've ever gotten a laugh out of one of our pilots, if you're laughing at this one, if you've ever learned something about television or writing or life from one of my interviews with writers, please join today. Do it now while it's fresh in your mind. If you say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that in a few days, you're going to forget. Do it now. It is good to support the things that you like or those things tend not to stick around. You know, we're hoping to get back to doing more live shows this year. It's a more expensive proposition than doing this on Zoom. We need to feed the cast. We need to print scripts for the cast. We need to hire live sound engineers. And the fact is, the Dead Pilot Society team, which is me, Ben Blacker, our associate producer, Noah Finling, our sound engineer, Jordan Katz, we all put a lot of time into this show, tracking down pilots, reading pilots, finding the incredible actors we get to read them. Believe me, none of us are getting rich from this show. But if you value what we do, I really ask that you would please consider going right now to MaximumFun.org slash join and becoming a member. All right, now back to Wheel and Motors. Act two, interior Wheel and Motors break room day. Brooks approaches Doug T and Nassim as they drink coffee. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, what's the secret? Okay, so if you pee on your hands, then they grow real big. See, I can palm a basketball. What? Oh, my God. No. Jesus. Um, no. Just, what? Oh, okay, no. How do you guys sell so many cars? I got to sell one today to get this bonus. I should be able to figure it out. I was pretty much an architect. Wait, you gave architecture boat tours. Yeah, but with a degree in finance, so... Okay, see that right there. First of all, don't talk about being smart and stuff. Customers need to think that they have the upper hand. That's why I always keep my fly open. Doug T shows everyone his wide open zipper. Right there, right there. <laughs> see, people like to buy from a regular Joe, you know, somebody they'd have a beer with. All right, wrong, okay? <laughs> Look, I'm only telling you this because we live in a white, male-dominated society of nepotism, and someday, no matter how unfair, you will probably be my boss. Yeah, Sad well, she got a point. Sadly accurate, yeah, yeah probably. The key is intimidation, okay? Con customers should fear you, and forget window shoppers. I'll never let anyone tickle my balls if they're not going to suck me. <laughs> oh, God, God damn it. Oh, yeah. that's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Maybe just try being friends with the customer first. And when that doesn't work, grow a pair and actually sell a car. <laughs> yeah. Interior, Todd's office, later. Todd FaceTimes with his wife, Sherry. Sherry, great news. 
Dad is in the hospital. Oh my God, incredible. So that means... That your little muffin man's in charge. That's right, I'm in charge. One more chance to show Jim it's time to retire. Ooh, baby, you got this. You're the king of the jungle, baby. Let me hear daddy roar. Is that the roar of a man about to take the throne? Come on, Daddy. More, more! Todd stands up, tears his shirt open, and... (laughs) Stacy T pokes her head in. Sorry to interrupt whatever this is, but the Dodge Challenger needs to be moved from the showroom to the lot. Your dad usually does that stuff. I must take leave, Sherry. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. (laughs) Fixing his shirt, Todd struts through the showroom to the Challenger. He freezes when he sees it's a manual transmission. (laughs) Oh, God, no. Interior, Wheelan Motors showroom, continuous. Michael swaggers in with a carryout bag of 100 wings from Wing Street. He arranges them into a big, gross mountain on a folding table in the showroom. Doug T. walks up. Yeah, holy mount delicious. Don't mind if I do. He reaches for one, but Michael swats his hand. Hey! Customers only. A customer walks by. Michael holds up a flat wing. Wing while you shop? Gross. No. (laughs) Roger that. He hates the flats. Must be more of a drum man. (laughs) Here we go, Travis Barker. The customer walks away. Michael is so confused. Who the heck wouldn't want a wing? They smell so good. Looking around to make sure no one's watching, he samples one. Interior, Dodge Challenger, continuous. Todd, still frozen behind the wheel. Stacy T taps the window. Uh, Mr. Whelan? Everything okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, Stacy T, I am definitely capable of driving this car. So, yes. Okay, yeah. uh... Can you not drive stick? What? No. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, my dad, you know, tried, he tried to teach me, uh, but, you know, I just couldn't handle the pressure, you know, and he was yelling so much that it, I, I broke the transmission, you know, and it, it all made us late for my first communion. <laughs> that is, like, so tragic. You know, my dad sucks, too. Maybe I can help. You drive stick? No. But there's nothing you can't learn on YouTube. That's where I found out the truth. Stacy T points to a QAnon pin on her coat. Uh, ju- just found out. Oh, okay. Interior, tiny hospital room, day. Jim lays in a bare bones hospital room. Chris sits on a metal folding chair. God is in a prison cell. Uh, Chris, this is fine. Stop being so cheap. It's what got you here. If you'd sprung for an AC unit, you wouldn't have had heat stroke. Oh, I'm not that cheap. Really? You haven't paid for a new billboard in 20 years. Reveal, out the window, a faded billboard of Jim dressed as Uncle Sam flanked by the Twin Towers. (laughs) Whelan Motors supports the troops. 1% of all profits go to finding Osama Bin Laden. It worked, didn't it? Well, just once it'd be nice to enjoy a little first-class treatment. What about our vacation in Peoria? 
You're counting the distributor convention as a vacation? No way. I work hard. I deserve more. I'm getting us a better room act paralyzed. What? A nurse rushes in. Jim goes completely stiff. My husband's stroke has gotten worse. I thought he had a heat stroke. Well, clearly, it snowballed. So please save him. He's my rock. He's my mighty mouse. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll get him to the ICU. Oh, the newly renovated ICU? Well, if you insist. Jimmy, blink twice if you'd like a room with a flat screen. Jim blinks twice as the nurse wheels him away. Exterior, wheel and motors, later. Brooks is trying Doug T's friendly approach with Randy, a local in overalls. Randy pulls out a tin of chewing tobacco as he checks out a new truck. I mean, just look how lifted this bad boy is. Uh, I mean, hopefully the corn will be this high by the 4th of <laughs> July. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be a dream. Mind if I toss in a dip? Uh, Randy, only if I can pack a lip or two, my friend. <laughs> Randy passes a skull tin to Brooks, who puts in a huge dip. Y'all, y'all, this pup looks real nice. It does. Uh, let's head to my office. <clears throat> we can talk numbers across the street. As they head off the lot and across the street, Brooks lets Randy get a little bit ahead, then throws up. <laughs> Interior, Wheel and Motors showroom challenger, day. Todd and Stacy T listen as a YouTube video plays. Now gently release the clutch. Okay, I'm trying to smash the freaking popcorn machine! I can't do this! Yes, you can. I believe in you. Reveal, the humdrum showroom. It, the only sound comes from Todd's muffled screams inside the car as it inches forward. Interior, Beaver's Bar, day. Brooks and Randy enter Beaver's, Manchester's only bar. Carpeted floors, dollar drafts, and a busted pool table. Uh, I thought we were going to your office. <laughs> Randy, this is my office, all right? That's my desk. Nods at a booth. That's my computer. Nods at a pinball machine. And the bartender is... Clearly thrown. Um, uh, Angie? Beatwebs! Heard you were back? Uh, yeah, I didn't... You're, uh... Work, you work here now? Yeah, sure do. Banking some cash while proving the yearbook wrong for voting me most likely to succeed. I heard you tried to commit suicide with a snake or something? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that's floating around. Uh, <laughs> just back for a bit. I mean, this town is... Uh, I mean, uh, it's the best. It's full of great guys like Randy. Uh, <laughs> uh, two bush lights, please. Uh, it's 11.15 in the morning. Rand man, it's 11.30 somewhere. Never too early for a couple country bumpkins like you and me. <clears throat> country bumpkin, I'm the president of Citizens Bank. <laughs> I shouldn't even be in this dub. No offense, ma'am. Oh, none taken. Hey, love your wig. Randy adjusts his hairpiece. <laughs> Randall, come here. You're making me look dumb in front of my ex. Clearly being polite with you isn't working, so answer me this. Are you just tickling my balls? What? Brooks zips up his fly. It's been down the entire time. <laughs> Sir, look me in the eyes. Are you gonna suck me or not? Goddamn, you need Jesus. I'm leaving. Randy exits. Angie looks at Brooks, concerned. <laughs> Doing better than it looks. Yeah, clearly. You almost banged that dude. Still need these beers? No, too, I... too late. She pops them both, then slides one across for him. They toast and take a sip, never taking their eyes off of each other. There's something between them. Uh, so how's the wine and 
Cheese shop. Oh, yeah, super closed. Uh, it was a little ahead of its time for Manchester. We should have opened the Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tracks. That sucks. I mean, my lady and I are going through a rough spot, but now we're fixing things. So I'm, I'm so, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it weird to hear me talk about dating somebody Perks, else? Perks, I've been married for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I know, it's just, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, I should go. Uh, I got to figure out how to sell a car so I can get this big bonus and, you know, fix things. With Ooh, have lady. you tried selling one to Reese? He's your friend, he's rich, and I'd love it if for once he came in here bragging about buying something other than paintball courses or go-kart tracks. It's a really good idea. No, it's an incredible idea. And you're welcome. Don't be a stranger. Brooks turns to leave. Hey, Brooks. I, I just gotta know. Brooks turns around, hopeful. Is that the exact Kohl's outfit you wore to our homecoming? <laughs> no, this is a new Kohl's outfit. Oh, okay, awesome, rad, rad. Interior, Wheel and Motors showroom, later. Michael, who's been eating all the wings by himself, is covered in sauce. He sees a customer sitting in a Dodge Ram and slides in next to him with a paper plate stacked with wings. How we doing? Actually, I think I'm ready to buy. No, no, I mean, are we hungry? There's nothing worse than buying a truck on an empty stomach. I had a meal already. Uh, listen, if, if I'm not paying sticker for this... No, well, I, you definitely don't have to pay sticker for these wings, you know, because they are courtesy of Whelan Motors. Just a small part of our world-famous Wing Wednesdays. Um, can, I, can I buy the truck? Yes, of course, but first, a wing? He pushes the plate at the customer who shoves it back, knocking wings everywhere. The customer flees. Michael picks up a wing, blows dirt off, looks around then eats it. Interior, ICU hospital room, day. In an immaculate room, Chris is sitting in a lazy boy with her feet up, eating cheesecake while watching Ghost Hunters on a flat screen TV. Jim is wheeled in, stiff as a board. We should have the test results in an hour or so. Don't worry, he's a fighter. Great, hey, this cheesecake is a little dry. Uh, Can I try the tiramisu instead? Also, my husband's gonna need some ice chips. Thank you so much. The nurse nods and leaves. Jim sits up, blown away. I can't believe it worked. Mama's on vacay. (laughs) Hey, why do I need ice chips? She holds up shakers and two glasses. Martinis. Oh. They laugh and kiss. Interior, Wheelan Motors showroom, later. Doug T. walks up to Michael, who's standing next to the three remaining wings, looking queasy. He's eaten 97. Yo, Mike, look, man, I didn't think people would want to shop for cars while eating messy food, but it looks like your promotion's been a big hit. Michael nods, scared to move for fear of shitting himself. It takes takes a big man. takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe, maybe we should do a Wing Wednesday every week. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Doug T. reaches for one of the remaining wings. Michael, refusing to give in, weakly slaps his hand away. Customers yeah. only. Keep, keep your hands away. Michael, do you need to use the bathroom? And leave the wings unguarded? <laughs> nice try. Exterior, Wheel and Motors lot, afternoon. Brooks and Reese are staring at a purple Dodge Ram 1500 TRX. You didn't say it was purple. Because it's not. 
is Patriot Pearl. Come on, man. It's all we have in stock, right? I now. didn't become a millionaire by buying purple trucks. No, you became a millionaire by your dad dying. Wow. That's pretty aggressive. Sorry, man. I'm just like... I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm just jealous. Of my money? No, that your dad's dead. <laughs> Exterior, wheel and motors lot, continuous. Todd has mastered stick. He pulls the car up to a ramp that leads to a fake mountain display. Todd and Stacy T fist bump. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the sticking it to bad dads, all right? Why are you mad at yours? Oh, he cut me off after he found my ketamine. <laughs> and it's not even like I use. I just sell. After a beat, Todd decides he didn't hear that. He easily drives up the ramp, and they jump out to celebrate. That's right. <laughs> Retire, old man! Now apply the parking brake. Um, Mr. Whelan? The unmanned challenger starts sliding down the display ramp. Exterior, Whelan Motors lot, continuous. Brooks and Reese stare at the purple Ram 1500 TRX. Okay, fine. I'll tell you what. I will get this truck, and then I will have it painted red. For real? Dude, oh my god, I know I could count on Look out! The unmanned Challenger barrels towards the Ram. No, 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 not the TRX, not the TRX! The Challenger barely misses the TRX, but hits Reese, who bounces over the hood. The Challenger smashes into a pole. Holy shit! Reese, are you okay? What? No! I got hit by a goddamn truck! I mean, can't be that bad. One of your shoes is still on. <laughs> now let's get that paperwork started so you can get to that hospital. Just then, Doug T. runs out of the dealership, gagging. He finally did it. He barked. He barked everywhere. God help us all. He better not have barked in my cube, because I need that to finish up the sale with my best friend. Reese peels off in his BMW, screaming out the window. Choke and die, Brooks! Well, he's probably just getting his checkbook. End of act two. Okay, I'm back, and I'm thinking about this pilot you're listening to right now. Brooks and Isaac worked so hard on this show. They wrote three episodes, which get funnier and funnier, as you will hear over the next couple weeks. And this show is so personal to Brooks. This was really the one for these guys. This was the passion project, and Fox passed on it, and it really crushed them. And that would have been that. That would have been the end of it, except for the fact that this podcast exists. Brooks reached out to me. I knew him because he had been on an episode as an actor, and he asked if we would consider doing the show on the podcast. I read the scripts. I love them. He helped us put together an incredible cast, and he and Isaac got to hear an audience laugh at, invest in their characters and their stories, and you, our audience, gets to hear a great show that does not exist anywhere else. Isn't that worth $5 a month? All right, let's, uh, let's talk gifts. For, for $5 a month, you get all of our bonus content, plus the bonus content for every other Max Fun show. Hey, you know, years back, we did a reading of something called Weekend Dracula. This was written by the brilliant Steve Agee. It's kind of a legendary bit of comedy, and it's bonus content, so you know the only people who get to hear it? Max Fun members. Now, if you join or upgrade to $10 a month, you'll get yourself a Dead Pilot Society sticker. These are high-quality, low-commitment stickers. They can be stuck and unstuck many times over. They're scratch-proof, weatherproof, UV-protected for outdoor use. Our design's really cool. I think you're going to like it. For $20 a month, you get the MaxFund Culinary Kit. 
or culinary kit, you know, depending on whatever. Anyway, it's a gift of love from our podcast family to yours. It includes the Max Fun Family Cookbook, which features recipes from all of your favorite Max Fun show hosts, including me, and a jar of bespoke maximum flavor spice blend. This stuff's really good. You know, I put some on some uh, scrambled eggs the other morning. It's delicious. If you're not into the uh, culinary culinary kit, don't worry. You can also opt for the colorful Max Fun Drive Rocket logo hat instead. The embroidered, eco-friendly cap has an adjustable back and will keep you cool and shaded on all of your walks. And if you're a regular listener of this show, you know that I believe that walking is the secret weapon for all creative people. You'll also receive your choice of restickable sticker, a letterpress membership card, access to all of our bonus content. And I want to quickly talk about one more gift because it's so cool. At the $35 level... You get the Maximum Yum Apron with artwork beautifully designed by Sabrina Volante. It's a sturdy, cotton, artisan-style apron, fully adjustable. It's a really, really nice apron, seriously. I mean, I retired an old apron after I got this one because it's just so much nicer. Those are some of the rewards. So what do you say? Will you please join us as a member? Go to MaximumFun.org slash join. All right. Let's get back to Wheel and Motors. Act three, interior Beaver's Bar night. Brooks, Todd, and Michael sit quietly in a corner booth. Well, well, I might actually be dumber than you two. <laughs> nice try, pal, but you're not even close. <laughs> Todd almost killed Reese, and I didn't just barf today. I crapped in my pants a little. <laughs> Why would you admit that? He was trying to be better than us! Angie walks over to the booth, folding her apron. B-dubs, you get that bonus? Uh, my life's a constant nightmare. What do you think? Oof. You want to drink a bunch of beers and yell about it? Grab a seat. Nope. I don't drink where I work. But this is like the only bar in town, so what do you, where Ooh, do you drink? Ooh, what about bar high school? Bar high school? Well, huh, I haven't been there in forever. I mean, yeah, let's, let's do it. Yeah, count me in. This place is too fancy ever since it was on bar rescue. <laughs> this... Got bar rescued? Oh, yeah, big time. But I can still see into both bathrooms. Yeah, no, that's new. He did that. <laughs> Ex- exterior, bar high school, night. An old graffiti-covered shed in the woods with various power tools strewn about. It looks like a Saw movie until Todd plugs in a strand of lights, which gives it a cozy glow. Still looks incredible. Mm. How'd you guys find this place? Uh, we found it when we were looking for some porno mags in the woods. The lights were Michael's idea. Yeah, my last good one. No, no, it wasn't. Come on. Wing Wednesday wasn't a terrible idea. No, come on. Dad was right. It was dumb. You think Dad has good ideas? <laughs> the man bought 50 roast beef sandwiches to eat for an entire week at the Wisconsin Dells. Okay, well, you know, and when they got soaked in the cooler, and he wouldn't admit it, so he had to eat like Arby's the entire trip. Wet Arby's. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> at least, uh, at least you have the ideas, Michael. I mean, I can't even manage a car dealership. Yeah, you can, Todd. I mean, who cares if you ding the car? Remember when Dad tried to jump a jet ski over Gary Grimm's boat on the Lake Makoka to Team Builder? <laughs> he didn't even get air. <laughs> exactly. If anyone here sucks, it's me. I spent my whole life thinking I was better than this place, and I'm not. 
No, not at all. Yeah, it might actually be That was quick. That was quick. Yeah, definitely. No, look. But look, I'll say this. You're the best at reminding us that no matter what dumb stuff we've done, Dad's done something way worse. I kind of miss that. Yeah, me too. Honestly, it's great having you back, Brooks. I don't even know when the last time me and Todd saw each other outside of work. Yeah, Uncle Pete's funeral. Yeah. Yeah, I grab, remember I grabbed your hand and like, I made you touch the corpse. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I still don't think he was dead. I'm pretty sure we buried a man alive that day. <laughs> anyway, I'm super glad you're here, Brooks. Me I'm too. Glad we're all here. Yeah, this is really nice. Yeah. I gotta be honest. The brothers share a moment, which is broken with a rustle as a group of teenagers approach, carrying their own beer. Ew, who the hell's that tree bar? Tree bar? <laughs> That's a stupid name. This is Bar High School. Idiot. Uh, I don't care, you old bitch. <laughs> hey, don't you talk to my brother like that. Whoa, whoa, hey, guys. Okay, guys, 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 we're not fighting kids. Bar High School is something we can all share. Michael immediately grabs a two-by-four and smashes it over a teenager. <laughs> Thunderkiss 65 by White Zombie starts blasting. All hell breaks loose. Todd starts throwing wild punches. Michael wrestles a kid to the ground. He's biting! He's biting me! <laughs> the lone teenage girl approaches Angie. God, men are so stupid. Everything always turns into a fight. Hi, I'm, I'm Angie. The girl punches Angie in the neck. <laughs> you tiny skank! Angie starts wailing on the teenage girl. Meanwhile, Michael and Todd have become outnumbered. One of the high schoolers tries to break Michael's neck like they're in Bloodsport. He's actually trying to murder me! <laughs> Two teens take turns punching Todd in the stomach as another tries to start a chainsaw. <laughs> Brooks watches the madness, stunned, until a hammer whizzes past his head. Oh, we're throwing hammers now! <laughs> Brooks tackles the kid who threw the hammer, grabs a nail gun, and puts a nail through the kid's hand. The music stops. Oh, shit! That was way too far! <laughs> music back up as they run through the woods in slow motion, screaming as a hailstrom of rusty tools fly past their heads. <laughs> Cut to interior ER waiting room, night. The brothers and Angie sit in silence. They're all in bad shape except Brooks. Michael is even in a wheelchair. You know what? Say what you want. I respect those kids. <laughs> Their eyes were filled with rage. Uh, Michael Whelan? Todd pushes Michael away, leaving Angie and Brooks. Is it weird that I had like fun tonight? You stigmata a child. Allegedly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if anyone sure. asks, uh -huh, allegedly. Okay, Very yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And no, it's not weird. We had fun. We always do. Interior, nice hospital room, night. Chris and Jim are eating oysters and sipping fine wine. There's a knock at the door. The doctor walks in to find Chris kneeling over a paralyzed Jim, deep in prayer, while he dabs his head with a washcloth. Um, uh, unfortunate news, ma'am. Uh... All the tests have come back inconclusive. Oh, no. I guess that means we'll have to stay overnight? No. We're going to start prepping him for surgery. We, we need to open him up and find out exactly what's going on. Uh, would you mind giving us a moment to pray? Cut to exterior hospital hallway moments later. Thunderkiss 65 by White Zombie kicks back in as the hospital staff chases Chris and Jim down the hallway. She pushes him in a wheelchair, peeling around corners and knocking over patients as he adds stolen hospital items to the overflowing pile on his lap. Interior ER waiting, ER waiting room night. Well, 
What I fought against my entire life is happening. I sell cars for my dad now. I've never understood why things are so complicated between you and Jim. It's not complicated. It's just that he thinks that I think that I'm better than him, and I think that he thinks that he's better than me, and what he does, does not understand is that I'm actually right about what he's thinking. <laughs> Look, who cares? It doesn't matter. Fucking bottom line, I'm stuck here. Stuck here? What's wrong with here? I didn't, I'm here. I know. And I'm sorry. I didn't. I really yeah. didn't mean it that way. Look, I, I know I don't have it all figured out. I mean, Paul and I are seeing a couples counselor that our bankruptcy lawyer recommended. That's bad. Yeah, pretty bad. Not great. Not a highlight. But it's look. like two bad things. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Maybe you failed in Chicago because that's not where you're supposed to be. Maybe you're supposed to screw up here. Look, just because Manchester's a small town doesn't mean you still can't make big mistakes. <laughs> They stare into each other's eyes until Chris and Jim burst into the waiting room. Brooks jumps up. Mom? Dad? Brooks? Get us out of here. Angie? I love this for you. <laughs> hey, we gotta scram now. Sure, guys. Yeah, let's do it, but I just gotta say bye too. Brooks turns to see that Paul, Angie's husband, has arrived. He hugs Angie. As he does this, Angie looks past Paul at Brooks, who gives a slight, sad, wave goodbye. Interior, fireworks tent the next morning. Chris helps Jim install an AC unit as Stacy T relays instructions from YouTube. The brothers watch. Todd has too many has two massive black eyes. Michael is in a neck brace. Should you hire someone to do this, Dad? And cut into the profits? No. From now on, me and your father are working as a team. He let me buy an AC unit, and I'm letting him install it. Don't care. Why'd you call us in early? Because <laughs> the car you morons wrecked yesterday was a sold car. So now it turns out we didn't hit the quota. Now, uh, now I can hold off sending the final numbers till we officially open it at nine. And make sure the coils aren't touching anything flammable. Not now, Stacy. I'm yelling. <laughs> that means you idiots have 25 minutes to sell a car. Now, who's going to do it? Who will win? Who will prove themselves worthy of the wheel and name? Todd and Michael look at each other. Are they going to fall back into this trap again? Yep. They race onto the lot to find... <coughs> Freddie Admondson, the dealer's the dealership's perennial tire kicker. It's Freddie Admondson. We're screwed. <laughs> Maybe you are. I got this. We're trying to sell a car, man, not spill chili in it. Shut up, you fat raccoon. <laughs> Todd tackles Michael to the ground. My neck! Watch my neck! Brooks steals himself as he approaches Freddie, who is once again inspecting the Jeep Wagoneer. It all comes down to this. Brooks has one last chance to save the day. What are we thinking, Freddie? I'm thinking it might be time to upgrade from my junker. How hot do these uh, leather interior seats in this bad boy get in the summer? Jesus. No. No, that's not what you're thinking. You're thinking, I need a new car. I deserve something better. Well, guess what? Brooks looks at his family, then the car lot, and then turns back to Freddie. He knows what he has to do. You don't. Who the hell do you think you are? That junker you came in is the reason you're here today. Sure, it might not be the best. It might not be as big and fancy as this car. I mean, it might even embarrass you in front of your friends sometimes, but that's, but when you need it, that junker, that junker will always show up for you. Even at a mental hospital that you don't belong in, they just don't know where to take people if they take snakes into people's houses sometimes. It's just the junker will be there. So take the junker. Sold. Jeez. 
Interior, Jim's office. Later, the sales team applauds as Jim places the first sale under right. Brooks's name on the sales board. Yeah. The old reverse psychology trick. Used it many times. I'm proud of you. Looks like you got that wheel and gene after all. Congrats, buddy. Don't touch me with the pee hands, man. Stacy T rushes in. Mr. Whelan, did you make sure the AC coils weren't touching anything? Why? Exterior, Whelan Motors lot, day. The staff rushes out to see the fireworks tent explode. Fireworks go off in every direction. The Whelans gather on the steps to watch this terrifying display. It's a strangely beautiful moment. This is a genuine local family. Wait, Todd looks around, realizing something's missing. Holy shit. Anyone have eyes on my kids? <laughs> End of act three. Act four. <laughs> Exterior, doorway, day. Brooke stares down at two tickets to Lollapalooza. Before he knocks on the door, he waits nervously until Angie answers, this is not Jenny Valvino's house. Oh, hey, B-dubs. Didn't know you were stopping by. Angie, uh, look, remember how you said I could still make big mistakes if I, if I lived in Manchester? They share a moment, both scared of what he might say next. Fortunately, he doesn't get that chance as Paul enters. Oh, hey, Brooks. What's up, man? Seeing Paul snaps Brooks back to reality. Oh, um, I was, uh, hey, Paul, I was just saying to Angie, uh, it was good to see you, um, <laughs> that I can't stop making big mistakes. <laughs> and I, I got these two tickets, I bought them to Lollapalooza, and I forgot I can't go. Oh, my gosh. And so maybe you two want them? Angie? Uh, heck yes. <laughs> do, what do we owe you? Yes. Uh, nothing. Just consider it a late wedding gift. Uh, all I ask is two things. If, if, if you know anyone who needs a car, send them down to see me at Wheeler Motors in second. Have fun. We always do. They share a secret smile as Brooks turns and heads back to the lot, ready to make some more big mistakes. End of episode. <laughs> Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. And what's so cool is that there are two more episodes of this show that we will be bringing you later this week and next. I mean, they get better and better. And this, this cast is just so great. I love that we were able to make this happen for Brooks and Isaac. Writers come to us with broken hearts and we get their material out into the world. I love that people are able to hear this show. And we have the freedom to do this show the way we want, to choose the pilots and actors we want, to bring you this unique content because of the support of members. Personally, I believe in paying for the things I value, whether you know, that's buying vinyl or a T-shirt by a musical artist I like or, or being a paid subscriber to a Substack newsletter that I get a lot out of. And I'm hoping you feel the same way. There's lots of great rewards, the bonus content, the sticker, the hat, the culinary kit, the apron. I hope you'll join us by going to MaximumFun.org join. Dead Pilot Society is produced by me and my co-host Ben Blacker and our associate producer Noah Finling and is edited and mixed by Jordan Katz. Thanks to everyone at the Elysian Theater. We'll be back Thursday with a new episode, episode two of Wheelin' Motors. Until then, I'm Andrew Reich. Thank you for listening. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.